the Modern Black Man Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Modern Black Man Podcast. This week I'm joined by uh, the man, uh, Curtis ENT. What's good with y'all? How y'all doing? Man, I'm ready to have a discussion with you um, <laughs> about something that just kind of amuses me, man. Um, I want to talk about hookups. Um, I don't like to talk about uh, women that I deal with and uh, in, in, in like, you know what I mean? But I've absolutely yeah. uh, had an experience where I, I had a woman who I, I feel had a, a spirit that just stuck out to me enough to 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 see uh, where she was at uh, um, on a, I guess you would call it a a, a, a moral scale. You know, like uh, you can feel someone's spirit. Right. Uh, you know, when someone's a good right. person, a kind person, a loving person. You know, when someone's a hug. You know what I mean? Like you, for sure, you can, for sure. You can spell it out. <laughs> you can just feel it. Yeah. yeah. So. I um, had an experience where um, I tried to, you know, legitimize, rectify that out of uh, a, a woman, and it, it really <laughs> like it really woke me up because you know, like like there's no reason yeah. to ever doubt when you meet some like I yeah. come on now you know when she's a hoe, um, you know mm-hmm. when you work with a hoe and everybody at your job wants to talk about how much of a whore she is. And it's hard for you, to but they all want fucked up. Well, yeah. Yeah. And all the niggas want to get in, right? So, so, yeah. so niggas, you don't know, be knowing every goddamn thing about you, want to say something about you, want to play, you know what I'm saying? All that shit um, yeah. is absolutely uh, my experience, and it was dope because um, my empathy and my 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 Christian walk has like taken off. Um, I don't think that I had mm-hmm. felt that before. So I wanted to talk about this topic of hookups um, to, you know, kind of wrap the 360 degrees around my thought. Maybe someone will be able to see and understand uh, uh, um, this perspective. But we what do you think of hookups, man, before we even go uh, any further? Do you think a hookup is a gauge of someone's morality? That is where I want to begin the conversation. All right. So basically you saying like if. Is is hooking up, being whorish, or like okay? So wait, hold on. Let, let let's define hookup. Yeah. Let's because you gotta kind of like try to define it. I hate the word. Are we up. talking about? I hate the term. Yeah. Hookup. Are we talking about sex on the first date? Uh, uh, sex on the first date? Nah, you can't. You can't judge a woman if you have sex with on the first date because maybe you like her and she likes Boom. you. Thanks. Maybe y'all just trying. Maybe y'all just trying to fucking just bust a nut and have fun. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. So just hooking up. So just hooking up is not bad um, on the first date because she could be a good woman and Thank just you. need a man's touch. Exactly, exactly. And that does, now, now after, now after y'all fuck, that's there we go. That that's when it defines because then after you hit, then you find out what type of what is she gonna call you back? Is she gonna keep on fucking you? Are you gonna go through a phone and find shit? If you go I'll through her phone, nigga, I'll be above. <laughs> yeah, and, and and I mean, that's that's kind of why I want to start the conversation because I don't think that you could just feel like someone's uh, a, a whole slut whore uh, on, on on the fact that she has sex with you. That says a lot about you as a man if you feel that because a woman think, yeah uh, uh, does something to you, all of a sudden. You and or her. Maybe um, you yeah. maybe you may be the hoe yeah. and she not. Exactly. <laughs> and and exactly my point. Like that's when I would be I'd be fucked up if I was like, shit, I got urges, you know what I'm saying? But I moral right. my moral base is legit. And that's that's where this whole hookup story it leaves me really inspired. Um I look at my last handful of relationships and it's always sex on the first date because when you know, you know, it's not a, um, it's just not complicated. And I don't think dating is as complicated as people um, try to read it. Make it's it. It's just unlucky for some of us. Right. You know, uh, it's very, very simple. Um, but with the hookup, I, I think that that's a good gauge. And I think we need to have more of a conversation about how um, 
we anticipate dating. Because I'll be damned if my gal tells me that she's looking for some dick, right? Right. But at the end of the day, that's what she's doing. So how how do we create <laughs> positive spaces for inclusion? How do we create uh, uh, appropriate spaces for us to to you know to to enjoy this life that we're blessed with? I mean, the hookup is a it, it, it every single day, man. It, it happens, and how can we make spaces uh, you know uh, better in the time of Corona? For this, that's a hard motherfucker to get left in the time of Corona. Like your bitch has to be sniffing dick out twenty four seven to to to, to, to <laughs> link like that. But still, well, how do we? Do it? Well, well, um, I was single doing the uh, the very beginning from like a couple of days of my birthday. I was single from like March twenty first, April, May to like June fifteenth. I don't really stay single that long, but I was lonely, but also I was working at the same time and it, it just took my mind off of it. And, and I get where a lot of women be like, I don't need no man. I kind of get where they saying because when you're working and you're doing other things, it kind of like takes your mind off of because I've talked, I've like started talking to women and they be like, I don't really got time for man. I work hard or whatever. Or, and then you you know, you talk to them, you get to know them, and then they be like, well, in the, in the next couple hours, then they be like, well, you know, you seem like a pretty decent person. Maybe we could hook up and chill or whatever. That's because you're learning the person. But my fault, I'm kind of like getting off the subject. No, Let's get back on the subject. Bro, and I, um, I'm going to talk about two things. Um, people, this is, a, this is a segue. Anybody that's listening right now, we're not talking about hooking up right now. We're actually segueing into talking about segways. So segway is when you talk about one thing and it offshoots to another subject or a category. Why do we frown right. upon that so much in society? It really bothers me. Why do we? I think so. It's really annoying. Yeah, we do. You know, it's, do. It, it's, it's really annoying that people act as if all of a sudden the conversation becomes delegitimized or we're not going to be able to get back to the topic at hand it makes me feel as if stupid people need this because they're fucking stupid (laughs) and i don't like having conversations with idiots right um so you know don't feel like a a segue is a problem uh and my 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 second point uh was uh actually about what you were talking about um uh what you okay what what were you segueing into what did you segue on uh uh so basically um being single because i think that you said something about being single during the um during the uh pandemic what's so crazy is that a lot of women were trying to act like oh i'm not gonna hook up and then you say the right any like at the end of the day women can women are taught to play hard to get even though they want it more than you because of the way that we shone upon them if they have sex with a man too fast. Remember uh, Steve Harvey came out with the book, Think Like a Man. What is it? Think Like a Man, Something Like a Man. Walk Like a Man, Think Like a Man, something like that. But he came up. Yeah, yeah. So he came out with that book and he was telling women to make a man wait 30 to 60 days, which to me, it was 90 days, babe. All right, well, 90 days. To me, because there's there's women that are realistic. I'm sorry, I'm not interrupting you either, but making my quick point. Realistic women are the ones that realize that that's arbitrary, doesn't make sense, and they really probably deny right. themselves the benefits of the homegirl that actually got married. Uh, the one that was bloody right. a couple years ago, but she got it right with Tony. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that's right. the natural ev- evolution of things. It's It's about the connection. So anybody that was... She, you right. know, I don't even have to call. I, I can't call them stupid for that. They thought they were doing something different, um, but th- that works probably for a, 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 a fraction of that population as well too. Um, he became the mm-hmm. biggest thing since uh, sliced bread for a period. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Think like a man. Uh, act but, like a lady. but what I was, but what I was trying to say about that 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 section in that book, even though I didn't read all of it, but I did go to like Barnes and Nobles and read certain sections of it and um 
what it was saying in that part was that you should make a, a man wait. What was it again, babe? Huh? 90 days. Now, this is the thing, right? You put them on the trial error, right? Well, we should do women the same way, but we don't. <laughs> yeah. They should come out with a book for men like that. And let's talk about with women, because if you look at TV a lot, nine times out of ten, they got Wendy on TV and all these shows that are really dedicated to women. But I think that we should talk as men about what we're going through. That's why I kind of had, I was trying to start a TV show about that, but um, we should because like how you were saying, you feel like we degrade, not even degrade, we um, look at women because they may have sex with you within a week or something that they're a whore when really in all actuality they're not. They're just, baby, they need someone to hold on to and they pick you because my parent, my mom, my father always told me the pussy's never yours. It's just your turn, right. nigga. You know what I'm saying? So, so maybe she's giving you a chance to to make something of this because when a woman gives you her body, that's her all. Like that's your entering into her. So, and not saying that there isn't hoes out here because we know they hoes out. It's hoes out here, but there are good women out here that just want someone to talk to and touch and be around. So they play hard to get, but then eventually you'll, even when they're playing hard to get, you can, from the stories and the conversations, you can tell if she's a whore or not, because the conversation, she'll talk about a whole bunch of dudes and you, she'll just talk, she'll have a whorish conversation with you. Men know, you know, if you fucking whore, if you're not fucking a whore, men Well, yes, woman, men do know. Go ahead, but yeah, that's all I was trying to say. Absolutely, man. Look, it's um, it's about the size of. I told you I had an experience where I had to deny the truth because I was involved with it. So every day, being reminded mm -hmm. of it, like I I've never experienced it before. I didn't experience that shit in high school, right? So it's like being in the the real world, and then you know, like having uh a boss that would talk about her, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, not in a bad way either. Like, that was her buddy, you feel me? Uh, but it was right. uh, to my detriment at all times. And all situations became like that. And that's too much for anybody to really... Um, that's, that's like where it becomes unfair because... It's it, it's it's just it's just not a real situation. It's all artificial. It's all superficial. But then you have real life right when when it's not contrived um and that was being uh falsified to me as well so i was in the twilight zone 24 hours and it you know became overbearing so i believe that the hookup is a good way to differentiate who really just likes you and, and is attracted to you because it's a um it's an arrival and it's a it's the true connection you know, seeking someone out, finding them and connecting with them is fulfilling for all human beings. That's why that's why the colonizers took over the world. That's why as a species, we thrive everywhere. Um, we continue to have uh, war and famine because of that same desire for, for connection. Who knows anything about Kim Jong-il? Mm -hmm. We didn't know nothing about no Saddam Hussein. I could go through Adolf Hitler, whoever you want to go mm -hmm. to Noriega in the 80s, just pick a decade. Uh, it's because the connectivity of humans. Nigga, I'm going to reach out and touch you. Donald Trump, how mm -hmm. have we not been attacked by terrorism? You think this pandemic is unrelated? Man, come Man, on now. We ain't, we ain't doing come on now. Today. Uh, we're shifting down. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, it's, uh, 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 it's, it's connectivity, and that's what humanity thrives on. So, I, I I'm just learning as I evolve. You know, just I'm all about real situations. I don't like no, don't talk right. to me, don't. Right. And I and it's it's great. Like I'm good. I'm not bothered. I'm I'm so rude to it. Um, I don't want to hear no damn lips. I don't want to hear you talking. I don't want to hear you. Um, 
do anything. I just want to see what you really uh, about when you see me. If, you know about, what I mean? Right. Right. They talk all that, all that yin yang on the phone. All right, we we gonna see. I just I, I found found to get myself in a winning situation, man. Uh, being a loyal um, dude in whatever capacity, it makes you very attractive to women. And when women can see that that's your stock, it uh, I think that's a game changer. Um, I unfortunately am in a situation where my heart is just unable to give anyone that deserves it, uh, um, you know, their respect. And it's, it is, it's heartbreaking. It's like you, all the action, all the physical part that you needed can uh, arrive or resurface, whatever you want to call it. But the whole connection is lost and that's okay. Um, you'll have to find a greater connection because you can't replace a connection with anything lesser. Um, and, and I think that's the ultimate lesson in the ending of relationships. Um, I feel that your next connection has to be better because of everything you learned before. So there's no way that you can, you know, ruin a connection with someone and it ruins your, you know, anything. And there's no way that you can enhance your connections by ruining someone else's connection. So there's there's duality in the force. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. You know? I, yeah, I agree. I think, I think that good energy is is paid back to you. Um, and, and when you get karma, like opposite or cross karma, that it's just karma. So, I mean, always know that. And sometimes that good, I'm, uh, James one too, um, some of that good is is what you need to catch your blessings. Um, you know, being nice to the to the slutty girl at the office is okay. Um, she she needed that. If that gives her the confidence to shit on you, uh, because you're the only one that um, can be dumb enough to do it, that's fine because that's gonna help you land what you need, or you know, give you what you give. Continue to give me what I want. Um, arriving at me in blessings. Who the hell is just knocking on my door? <laughs> oh, hold on, just for. All right, what's up? What's up? All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Brian. No, no, I'm I'm I was just going to ask, you know, uh, when I was thinking about the show, what was your best hookup ever? Ooh, the best hookup ever uh, was with a Scorpio because uh, I'm an Aries. So two, a Scorpio and an Aries together, we fight. But when it comes to sexual connections, um, it's real crazy. Um, I dated um well we dated for a while and then we didn't see each other for like eight nine years and whenever we hooked up when we we lived together we used to do crazy stuff like we lived with her and her parents and we used to be fucking so crazy that the fucking house would be rocking and her mom would be downstairs talking about what the fuck is that noise this sounds like <laughs> nah, that's when I, Missouri, Missouri. Nah, that's when I was nah I lived in Jersey. Man, you shaking the house. So when I, damn foundation. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, not the whole house, just the the room, but it was like, yo, it's crazy. But um we hadn't seen each other for a while. We started talking again, and she was like, uh basically like I want to do some crazy animalistic shit. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, I want to play like we're uh, zoo animals and shit. I'm like, yo, this motherfucker's crazy. <laughs> but it ended up being fun and uh, enjoyed it. That was like one of my craziest hookups was like we acted like we were zoo animals. But just on just some fly, just on meet a chick and and just hit type crazy thing. Um, it's crazy because... In the last mm, 20 years, I'm going to say I've been in maybe three relationships. 
and they all last like five or six years each. This, yeah, this is the longest relationship. Well, off and on with Nisi, seven years. So it's really been the longest relationship. But like, yeah, I don't really just hook up with just random chicks just because my well, something that I learned, I just can't fuck every chick because they start going crazy and tripping and just doing crazy shit. So I try to stay in a relationship. That keeps me out of trouble. And and it keeps me from having a whole bunch of babies. <laughs> Cause I don't like using condoms. Man, I I'm just gonna wait till I'm in a relationship because it's it's different. I don't get it, man. Listen, I'm gonna wait till you finish that. I'm gonna talk it's about, safer. Oh, we gonna do a, a whole podcast on it, but condoms, man, are a, a, a good tool. Um, I don't mind glove love, <laughs> uh, and I'll be honest with you. Uh, this is the stories I'm about to tell you. Um, I can't um, enjoy a lot of um, sex sometimes, like uh, I, with a condom. All universally, bro. Like I have a lot of sex. Oh, wow. I just break up with me because I don't orgasm. So um, I swear to God, like not even, and it's not a brag thing. I'm not saying anything cool. Um, right. Like as far as my romantic life, I live one where I'm mostly unsatisfied and uh, alone. Um, and you know, it's it's just a real situation. Um, but condoms are good. Um, like I said, I don't. I'm not usually gonna blow anyhow. But if I do, I'm so much more secure and <laughs> uh, knowing that I'm, I, I didn't blow anything. Uh, there's no evidence usually. Uh, and right. I mean, it's for her pleasure as well. So it feels different because women like the feeling of natural more than anything else is what I'm discovering. Uh, women yeah, stimulate toys and they might prefer the benefits of the stimulation because no man can move at uh, thousands of RPMs like that. Uh, uh, but right. uh, um, they prefer the flesh and glove love, you know, they're, it might be sustained. And I think women take that very differently or the pressure is going to be you as the man to be in that missionary position and you're going to have to look into her eyes and give her that intimacy that she claims she wants because the um, physical stimulation isn't enough for her. That's what women uh, right. tell you they want intimacy. Ladies, I don't know what guys you're you're dating. Uh, I don't know what men are just um, so motivated. I mean, like, like they're motivated <laughs> when you say the word intimate. Like, oh, okay. So what she really means is that she needs more stimulation, some eye contact. She's gonna need some some uh, uh, intimate kiss, slow kissing and caressing. Clitoris yeah, sucking, like, like, yeah. Like, right. Ass flicking, so tucking, <laughs> toe, toe sucking, I, yeah. Except that you read in a book or you heard on some TV show and you're comfortable with it and our culture has accepted it. I don't play that game. So, yeah, when, when they try to play you with the whole intimate, it means that either, no, I'm not going to get nasty for you, nigga, or, um, you know, I, I, I need you to really... Uh, you know, do do a couple little things that mama like. I don't like all the, the, the play play. Intimacy and security come from you submitting to the man universally. Um, and that, that, right. that will submit and do uh, are going to get that same benefit. You don't actually have to ask for intimacy. Uh, if there's anyone that wants to challenge that point, please Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Chubby Idris Elba, available. Uh, let's have that conversation. But so what you're saying is, is when a woman tells you she wants intimacy, either she's wanting you to be intimate, intimate with her, or she's telling you, nah, I'm, I'm just trying to fuck. It's like the standard, um, like the, the slut barrier. Like, uh, look at strippers. Um, they need intimacy. It's called money. Um, you can look at any hole that you want if you drop enough, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you drop some ones, if you drop in bands, it's the same thing she didn't gave out to everybody else. You feel what I'm saying? That's that's I why used, I don't like... I used to date yeah, a stripper. Too. I don't like commoditizing child. And, and I used to be a stripper, too. I'm not surprised <laughs> by that at all. That was the, <laughs> there's yeah, all kinds of I actually did it. How'd you yeah. get on? 
Uh, money. It was I was in California, and the opportunity came, and my homeboys. It was like, yo, we gonna go to this party and take our clothes off for these chicks. I'm like what? All right, come on, let's go. Fuck it. They like, yo, they throwing twenties and fifties. I'm like, all right. So we get there, and it just happened. From that point on, I did it for like mm, a month, and then we tried to. Well, I actually like try to go to an actual building instead of doing house parties. I actually try to go to a strip club and do it. My first night, I quit. Yeah, I was insane. Because okay. um, it was dudes. It was dudes in there, and I'm like, oh, I'm not doing. I'm not gay. I don't want another nigga looking at me. I thought it was all women, so I quit and I never went back. I never, I just never did it again. The women when you go when you when you perform for the women club though, they just oh that was they crazy. Want touch. What? They want touch. What? Oh my they touch, god! Touch, touch, bitches, be touch. <laughs> Yo, they want to touch, suck, yeah. and fuck. What are you talking so. about? Yo, listen, I didn't fuck the chick right there on the stage in front of all her friends, grandma, mom, everything. <laughs> like, that they yeah, women are way worse than us, man. Ten times, twenty, that's what I'm hundred times worse they, than you us. You know, bro, they really be about that life. Like they, they got it. They yeah. got it. So we'll never be able to understand and, having sexuality in our pockets. With chicks, they will, they will touch you like, like you are their property in a way that is so different from the, from how I feel. I, I, I would touch someone if I were to touch a performer. Right. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's real crazy. Hey, yo, listen, I've seen some crazy things happen. You do the right thing. Being a stripper, I, I remember one night I fucked the mom and the daughter. They just wanted to try. I was like, what? They're like, yo, light-skinned ass, we want you. All right. <laughs> Did you knock them both down, Ken? Yeah, yeah. The mom and the daughter, yeah. Fuck the shit out of them. Show the fuck there. Fuck, and I fucked the mom a couple times after that. Daughter really wasn't with it. I mean, she couldn't really hang. She was, she couldn't really hang. But moms, oh yeah, moms was putting it down, <laughs> down. <laughs> yeah, I've I've had a couple threesomes and a couple. I've been a couple orgies before. I've did some crazy freaky shit in my life. I've never done anything. I like crazy. doing. I've never like not super duper freaky type. Like, I don't like threesomes right. and orgies and all that stuff, but, like, I've had the, like, I've had, I've had a couple opportunities I think I should have jumped on, like, but I'm, 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 I'm terrified to have sex with two women because I think I could do it. Well, I mean, I've even, like, now that I look back and I think about it, the shit was gay, but I've ran trains on chicks with dudes, you know, and then now that I think about that shit, like. I'm older now, like, yo, that nigga was probably looking at my dick, though. Like, <laughs> like, so I stopped doing, after I heard, um, what was that, A-Ball? No, no that was, uh, not A-Ball and MJG. That was, uh, what's the other one? A-Ball and MJG, then it's uh, uh, Pimp C UGK. and Pimp C and uh, UGK. And I remember, Bun B and Pimp C, and I remember they was uh, talking it was like, man, we some grown ass men, yeah, and I ain't yeah. never been in a room with another man. We ain't never did. Nothing. And then I thought about what they were saying. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn, you show the fuck. And I stopped doing that shit. If it ain't two women or just one woman, I don't do that stuff with other men in the room because you don't know how they is. You don't, you know what I'm saying? They can act one way around you, but in, in their mind, they thinking, ooh. He got a nice ass, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so I stopped doing that shit because I don't, I don't rock like that. But I've been in some really crazy when I really when I lived in Jersey. That was when the most craziest things happened because Jersey girls are real freaky, real freaky. They real, they real freaky. I've I've ran into some really, but the crazy thing is, man. The girls that say they the freaks nine times out of ten don't be. It's them shy ones. The ones that don't talk that much. They stay to they sell. They be the one. That's why, that's why they say themselves. That, that's why they're Yeah, because they don't want nobody to know how they are. Yeah. yeah. They're like, I can't do this again. I can't yeah. relive this again. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. I, I mean, for... 
for a time, for, for, for a certain of them, for a while, I was a whore. Like, I was doing some real shysty shit with women. Like, I was fucking a lot of chick, chicks. I was fucking a lot of dudes, chicks that was in Kansas City that was like drug dealers and gangbangers, like major niggas that you would call major niggas in Kansas City. You would call them dope dealers I was and fucking killers. They, they live in 43rd Prospect. Where you yeah. He's some uh, uh, yeah. Oh, I used to live on forty. I used to forty. Uh, well, I used to live on forty first and Truce, forty third, forty second. Uh, forty third. I don't know if they put houses or not, but not forty third, forty second. I know for sure. No, not forty second. Yeah, forty third. You're right. You're right. Forty third, forty forty third across the street from the uh. Uh, the studio that I used to go to all the time, my uncle's, uh, the zoo, Southside Posse, they own, they used to own the studio on 42nd. What is that, 43rd? Now that's 43rd by E.R. Moore's funeral home, right next to it. It's the house right next to it. It was a studio. Where I caught, well, I don't know if it's still there, though. It's been a while since I've been home. But, um, damn, where, where the fuck was I going with this? You was talking about fucking with them, uh, D-Boys, gals, and them niggas ain't kill you, girl. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, I was messing with a lot of, a lot of, uh, yeah, gangbangers and drug dealers and mob niggas and fifty first and all. Yeah, yeah. And I was, you know, let's meet at the hotel. You know what I mean? Or something. You know what I mean? Let's oh, make this discreet. Let's slide to your. Oh, yo, yo. I'm. A, you know what? Since you asking now, the most craziest thing that has ever happened to me is sexually was. Uh, this girl named uh, what was her name? Cause I can say her name cause we talk about this shit on Facebook all the time. Uh, uh what is her name, y'all? I know her name. I know her name. I can't think of her her name. Anyway, you know what? I'm not even gonna say her name. Uh, but Kayleen, that's her name. Kayleen. Um, one time we was chilling at her homegirl's house, cause she used to bring me to a homegirl house to fuck me. And one day we was sitting. So this one young boy that liked it in, liked it her at the time I was probably like 21, 22. Young boy was like 16, 17 years old. So he rolling the blunt. He like, yo, I'm about to smoke with y'all. She like, all right. She like, well, he he said, I'ma smoke with you talking to her. And she was like, Oh, you ain't gonna smoke with my homie? He's like, Yeah, he can come on in here. So we go, we go and because he was just like a neighborhood kid that would pop up, whatever. So we in the room, we smoke, and she just starts sucking my dick right there in front of dude. I'm like, yo, what you doing? She like, this nigga 17, he grown. <laughs> she starts sucking dick right there. And then uh, he just looking at me like, oh, damn, G. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Yeah, I, was, was, I can't get comfortable, man. I'm sorry. And then, oh, I can't because, I mean, I did stripping. I had an opportunity to do, I mean, I could have did porn. I've been... I've been fucking somebody, uh, like fucking a chick. Like, I remember I told you, like, I used to do orgies and threesomes and shit. So when I lived in Jersey, we had a crew. Like, we had the, the guy crew and the female crews. It's like 15 chicks. It's like eight of us. And they would just come over. We would have smash parties. And one time, they had brought a white girl over, and she was talking all this yin-yang, talking about, yeah, I could take big dick, blah, 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 blah. And my homeboy, like, yo, we're going to sick you on her. I'm like, all right. So he was like, yo, you got to make sure you fuck the shit out of her because we're going to videotape this shit. We're going to bring it out the next day and be like, yeah, bitch, you can't. So um, I got drunk and shit. They made sure I got drunk and shit and high as a motherfucker popped the e-pill and fucked the shit out this white girl in front of everybody. And they videotaped the whole thing. Like it was porn or something, but it was like a just like 20 niggas in one room and we just... Yo, it was like I've did some crazy shit in my lifetime. Yo, I can't even remember everything, but that's just one thing, couple of things that I remember. Nah, bro, I I, I told you um, <laughs> two things. I gotta stay organizing my thoughts. The first thing I want to talk about uh, are two experiences I had. And the second thing is uh, referring back to something you said about Steve Harvey. Uh, um, what if someone did the antithesis? What if a man were to hold out? So, on the first point. Um, mm. man, a Gemini and a Scorpio. Um, I told you, I and I might change that Scorpio to a Cancer, but I don't, I don't climax, man. Um, 
or might do two Geminis. So <laughs> I don't get off. So I'll, I'll, I'll get a chick and we'll be cool. We'll be connected, whatever. Um, just I, I, it's hard. It's difficult. And I think it's because I don't drop my guard enough to relax. You know, I might I can be pretty arrogant. Um, you know what I mean? When I'm not really connected and vulnerable right. to someone. Um, so, uh, you're not thinking about their feelings, man. And it's crazy how the ones who you're concerned or consumed with their feelings disrespect. I've only had one chick. This, this last chick's the only chick that's really ever really disrespected me. But, um, yeah. So, so this, this Jim that I'm talking about, she thick, she chocolate, you know what I'm saying? She, she bad. You know what I mean? This is a chick, um, university bad. Um, I met her um, in in Indiana, and always had a good time with her. I mean, she always looks good. You know what I mean? Good conversation. She's a little boss mind. You know, a little wants to be that little uh, hustler, go getter chick. Um, so, so I link up, and she's into all the shit bro like she's legit out here you heard me like 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 the real mm-hmm. deal so i can't tell you how many different um renditions of new things that this person uh had had hit me to um but that's what i like like those are the best for me the best kind of hookups um i know I never, I've never had an orgasm with her. That was my point. And I dated her before I got married. Um, I told you, I, you know, she's 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 somebody that I was able to reconnect with after I got married. Um, and it's always been that good and consistent energy. But I don't feel the romantic connection. Uh, that's very rare for me to feel like, oh my god, I love this person. I want to marry this person. She's the, you know what I mean. Um, that is so hard for me to come on. So I just, I, I, I see how I date, um, in retrospect and it just breaks my heart. Cause I just don't care about a lot of people's feelings. And I see the one person who I think I cared about didn't give a fuck about my feelings. So it gives me a really good, um, confidence to just connect with someone yeah. who I like <laughs> because, that's the only thing that's missing uh, because it'll be reciprocated if I can just find somebody that could appreciate me at this point. I think I've matured enough uh, as a man to, to love and I'm encouraged through these hookups, right? So that I can love again and I am a lovable and it's, it, you know, it, it, it really is truth telling in your last relationship, getting in something else. Um, you know, as we talk about hookups, I'm sure she just felt like she wasn't getting the joy that I was getting from a lot of things in our connection because there was no appreciation. And I I don't think that we're sensitive about that. You know, like I'm even to the point where I'm like, I would be like, damn, I'm an ugly motherfucker. If I was dating like Holly Berry, Neil Long or something like that, like I would, I would be a little Mm -hmm. concerned with that. Um, But I think that that's the beautiful thing about a relationship, the confidence of a relationship is you know somebody is um, showcasing your brand. You know, you see that somebody appreciates mm-hmm. how God made you and you appreciate them. Mm-hmm. And then you start throwing your jeans together and paying bills and everything else. So life is good. Um, so the second point I wanted to talk about was the Steve Harvey point you were talking about. You said, what if a man sat on it? I've tried that. I've done that, and it's the most rewarding thing a, a, a man can do. Um, I kind of was telling you about that previous situation. You know, I was always faithful to that person, mm-hmm. and I've had, mm-hmm. you know, obviously witnesses, you know, other women, like, well, damn, like, you're always, you know, looking for this, stressed out about that, blah, 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 um, and I would never cross that line with them, even to this point. Well, for the most part, right? Uh, I should, but I don't even cross that line because I burnt that bridge with him. I, I told you that you wasn't nothing because I had so-and-so. Um, and I, 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 I had to do that to remain faithful. 
So I've also learned some instincts through these hookups on how to protect a relationship. You ever get like that? Where you protect your house at all costs? Yeah. Yeah. Literally had to, like, literally had to protect my house at all costs. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's the motivation. It's the motivation, man. It's the calling. Yeah. Every man has to wear a expendable. But that's what we hear yeah, for. Yeah, laid down his life uh, like Christ for the church. But um, you know, even going back to the Steve Harvey point, women get resentful when you don't uh, comply. So you will lose women if you try to hold out. Like it's not like you're not a chick. You can't you can't control sex. You don't, men don't have uh, sexuality like women do. Women control sexuality. Um, so if you do try the holdout technique, fellas, you better be A-Rod and uh, Jeter. Um, make sure that you come with the goods um, and you'll be okay, you, you know. Or, or or what you do is, I've, did, I've tried this a couple of different times. It works sometimes. You fuck the shit out of them and then you don't fuck them for a while and you make them wait. That's kind of like hold now also because if you yeah, fuck a chick really well, she's going to want yeah. more. The They're going to want more. And so then you just rail Because what I do is before I even have sex with a woman, I have sex with her mind first. I want to have intellectual conversations to really see where you're at. And, and, and nine times out of ten, I can tell if I'm a fucker then, too. Because if she can't keep that conversation going, uh, we may have a problem. If you can't get on the intellectual knowledge of woken conversation with me, nine times out of ten, we not gonna mix because you're going to go along with what everybody else is doing, yeah. and I'm going the opposite way, and we gonna clash every time. I'm learning that uh, lesson too. Um, just kind of being an original thinker. Um, it's easy and I don't like it to to like bag women just by you know being like mainstream I'm, I'm not with it like I can't do it right so I'm, I'm cool like I, I get it I see it I'm, I'm just not I don't like Harry Potter books and uh, vegan gluten free anything so <laughs> so you know so you don't date vegetarian? Oh my! Actually, wow! I mean, I used to date I mean, a vegetarian. I meet, I meet a lot of people, so I mean, yeah, there are vegetarians, uh, and those are the ones that surprise you, like well-adjusted, normal uh, vegans and vegetarians. Um, sure, but I, I told you I have a couple connectivity problems for real, bro. Like I don't, I can't get off. And then my emotions are just dead. So I'm in the most miserable place ever right now. Uh, I can't feel anything. You need a special woman. Yeah. <laughs> you need a special woman to break that. You need somebody that's going to come into your life and actually show you love. You need a, a, a motherly, not a motherly touch, but yeah, a motherly touch. A woman that has a motherly, comforting, um, sweetheart. That's what you need. Yeah, and I kept getting exposed. You don't just kept being vulnerable because the last yeah. one she kept pushing me out, you know. Um, but nah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get something nice. It's just I'm in that. That's real. Like I'm just in that space. Like for real. I mean, it happens. It's a part of yeah. life. It's part of growth, and you learning who you are as a man. And you know, this time what you're going through this single part in your life, it's just going to make you become a better person and really learn who you are. And so when the next relationship that you get into, you'll have more things to bring to the table. I just, the the period, opportunity, whatever, uh, being faithful to one person for so long, it really brought me to a whole bunch of different women. Like a whole bunch of different women got me it's, I don't know. Just I see that I know a lot of good women, and I'm not even trying to date half these women and dealing with whatever I'm dealing with. Um, as soon as I get on the other side, I think it's on and popping. I'm good. It's just, you know, All right. 
It'll take time, but you'll be all right. Yeah, I'm going to be a honey. Just, you know the deal, man. It's, 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 yeah, it hurts. It, ain't, it, ain't it hurt. Like I know, I know that. I mean, stuff. the hurt, I'm, I'm blessed, man. Like, I, I took the, I processed the hurt. The hurt part lasted long enough for me to really, like, absorb it fully because it wasn't anything I was doing. Um, she, you know, she, she just, you know, I think in her mind, being passive like that was um, a, a gift. Like she did me a favor, so I moved forward. And, uh, right. You know, I, I'm encouraged because I told you I got a lot of beautiful women that I just have is in my in my life that I never plan to do anything romantically with, and to think of them romantically is, uh, I think, a benefit I could have. A benefit that I'm having, uh, I just have to get warm to the idea and give them a chance, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, you have to. <clears throat> you got to. But yeah, man, that's all I got on this. So I just, I just wanted to talk about um, some, you know, I, I think we talked about some really good stuff. We talked about what it is and what it isn't. Um, I know as I move forward. I'm 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 pretty secure and relaxed in the fact that something great uh, will come along, and I'm having a lot of you know fun moments getting to that point. I'm just thankful I'm no longer um, you know uh, witnessing the absurdity that I uh, I had before. So, encouraged, blessed. You got any projects? Anything coming up? Uh, we got the radio show that starts back. Well, we started the other day with you, the other morning with you, but we actually start the um our two hour show tomorrow, right? Tomorrow's Thursday, right? Yeah, so tomorrow night, 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, behind the scenes radio. We pro- will we'll be promoting on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter if you send your music into us which is uh the email is b-h-i-n-d-t-h-e-s-c-e-n you send your music in mp3 um with all your social media information when we play your song on the radio show tomorrow and also on our live 24 hour show every time that the song plays it acts it automatically it automatically gets tweeted on Twitter, um, and even on the show tomorrow, every time that we do a show, when we're playing the songs, we're tweeting it, Facebook and Instagramming it so that people can see and so you can see the work that we're doing for you. Um, any new, really new projects? Not really. I'm just working on some new music, some new beats, uh, but no, no, not really no new projects. I'm just sitting back waiting on a couple things to come through for me and then we're gonna take it to the next level with behind the scenes radio we actually um got some investors that are wanting to invest in us getting a building which is like biggest fuck so we can be able to record people can come in it'll be live we can videotape everything so i'm really i'm really um Really uh, anticipate and seeing what these uh, what the sponsors is gonna say, and and what's gonna happen. Yeah, man, that's gonna be dope when you get that put together. That's next level. Yeah, yeah, that's next level for real. That's that's radio for real for real. We're trying to get our own antenna to where people can be able to tune in. We're not gonna be on blog talk or airtime no more. We'll have our own real AM station, yo. I yo, listen. Oh, you gonna be an AM? Gonna take a lot of money. Yeah, we working on becoming an AM station, yo. I've been doing this now for almost uh, eight years now, and they say that to become an overnight star is 10 years. So I'm getting close to 10 years, and a lot of people do know who we are, and we're heard in a lot of different countries. A lot of people don't believe me when I say this, but um, even right now, I'm looking at my stats on airtime, and our lines stay. Stay locked in. It, it stays full. It stays full. And then when I get the upgrade, right now we're only at 200 people. 
that can listen. When I get the upgrade in uh, next week, I'll be able to five thousand new people do the listen. So yeah, we we just you just got to keep on growing and never stop. Just keep on doing whatever you're doing. That's with anything. Never stop consistently, even when it feel like everything is down and it's. There's been plenty of times in the, in this what I'm doing with this radio. Been plenty of times that I just wanted to give up. It's times I couldn't pay for the for the rental for the air slots. Times I couldn't pay the people that was coming on to the radio show, but I just kept on pushing. Because even when you fail, you're still you, you never actually fail. You just learn, and I'm just learning how to you know just do everything. And it'll come for you too, also, Brian. It'll it'll come for you too. It'll just over time, whenever you extend and you go into whatever you want to do, you know what I'm saying? You just gotta stay steady at it and and don't do not put yourself around people that are negative. And somebody tell you, oh, I don't need you, cut their asses off right the fuck there. I had a, just a quick thing, real quick. I had uh this artist had hit me up, right? Well, no, take it back. I hit an artist up. I was like, no, he sent a video to me. It's a real nice video. I was like, well, you know, uh, I got a radio station. He's from Kansas City. I got a radio station, and, you know, uh, we heard in 32 different countries and blah, blah, blah. He a moor. He like, well, my type of music is blah, blah, blah. And, you know, uh, 80,000 people, I, I, I'm not about to be paying for no interview. I said, well, how do you get them 80,000 people to listen to you? You had to pay for CDs. You're not going to get on my shit for free. Well, I don't need you anyway. Click as soon as he said it. Oh, well, I don't need you neither. So don't allow someone to downplay you. Know your worth. Know what you bring into the... I know what I'm bringing to the table. Know your worth. Know what you bring into the table. And don't buckle for nobody. Hey, man, you already know what it is, man. Uh, definitely... Um... Never again. Uh, I had I had the the one off uh, to give that as a gift to a friend. Um, all those things were received. Uh, definitely tips of success. That's one hundred and ten. That's uh, life uh, that you're speaking. Uh, uh, so thank you again for those words. Again, very very much received. For sure, bro. You already know. If you want to get at me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, let's get some interaction, some traction. You know what I mean? Let's get this cracking. Hit me up, Chubby Idris Elba. All three networks. Till the next episode. Peace.